This episode of Okie Podcast is brought to you by Southwest Trading Company. If you've not been to Southwest Trading Company, please go do that right now or after this podcast. But the location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Southwest Trading Company has so many items from so many different artists like jewelry, art, blankets, cedar boxes, clothing, collectibles. You name it, they got it. So why not shop at Southwest Trading Company? Go like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. To keep up with all new events coming out the store and items. And once again, that location is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check them out and let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. And on this episode, I have the owner of Tulsi Studios, and I guess the owners, correct, of Four Mothers Collective. Do what? The board. The board of Four Mothers Collective. I have Carly Treese, Britt Postoke, Charlotte Davis, and Ida... Welcome, welcome on. Charlotte's been here before. Well, is everybody from Tulsa and Oklahoma? Yeah. 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 I'm. Uh, I'm from Tulsa. I was born and raised in North Tulsa. Um, I am a citizen of Muskogee Nation and Cherokee, also. I was uh, <laughs> born in Claremore. I just baby, <laughs> but grew up in Sepulpa, and my family is from West Tulsa. And we've been here since uh, removal. And uh, you already every- know who I am. Everyone knows Charla, uh, <laughs> local legend. Charla D <laughs> from the mean streets of Catusa. <laughs> and uh, my people are in the LK, Little Kansas. If you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, I was actually born in Texas, and I grew oh, nice. up in New York, and then Ooh. I moved to Tulsa. My husband's family's from here, so I moved to Tulsa in 2009. Ooh. So born in Texas, and you grew up in New York, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Central New York State, not like the city. I'm not I'm not a city person. I grew up in, like, dairy country in the middle of the state. Ah, okay. Yeah. How did y'all meet? How did everybody meet? Well, uh, Carly's my cousin. We met coming out of the uterus. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> out of the womb. Out of the womb. We run deep. <laughs> <laughs> and Brittany, I met uh, just around 
Tulsa. We did some theater together back. Early 2000s. Yeah. And then Ida, I met through a friend when I was waiting tables at uh, Hideaway Pizza probably 10, 15 years ago. Whoa. So everybody's been pretty tight then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an artist uh, with multimedia, and my focus is on cold wax and oils. And I do a lot of uh, abstract landscapes, and um, I like to do portraits of uh, indigenous women in their lives and things like that. I do other stuff too, but those are my main focus. Right now, it's been all abstract landscapes as I'm getting ready for this art show. How did, (laughs) I guess, Four Mothers Mothers get created? Like, what was the thought about it and how, what it, what all came, how did it all come together? Well, everything that's been going on in the Tulsa art scene, we've seen, um, you know, people that have had abusers that have uh, substantiated evidence against them and um, people protesting those galleries and things. Um, and then the things in some other organizations where you had uh, one of the board members that was yelling racist things to Hispanic men that were working on a lawn. And I just really felt like Tulsa, probably all of Oklahoma, but Tulsa is where I'm at where I can make change. I felt like we needed a safe place for BIPOC people and two-spirit people to be able to create art and have their voice heard and put their art out there and not have to worry about a board member that's going to, you know, say racist things against them or someone uh, in the community that is going to take advantage of a vulnerable person Um So that's kind of where it started. And then I just kind of told all these women that are smarter than me and not true. It is true. (laughs) Um, You know, and it just kind of started going from there. And now we're waiting on 501c3 status. And Mm -hmm. so I think there's this big conversation about representation going around and, you know, something that we want to do is provide native representation for native artists a lot of times these gallery owners um they are not native they don't really care about the artist it's more of what they can make off of the artist so we really want to have a personal connection with our artists and provide that um representation and community that we felt was lacking i always wondered like how I guess it would work with indigenous artists going into a gallery. Um, and I don't, I don't really, I just never looked into it or never, I, I guess it's never asked, I guess, but I guess there's like so much that does go into that when you were explaining how they do make a profit off, you know, our indigenous artists and they're not even an indigenous own gallery, I guess. Correct? Right. And, yeah. you know, we've seen even just very recently in the news in what was it? Gallup? Or Scottsdale, 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 where a gallery owner was, you know, blatantly harassing these performers in the middle of his gallery, just being completely racist while having native owned art in his his gallery. And so 
you know, there's this big disconnect between, you know, the, like art markets and gallery spaces. Mm. The only difference really is with the gallery space, you need representation. You need an agent. And it's really hard to find somebody that's not going to take advantage of you. And it's really hard to even get into that space where you can find an agent because it's there's, to my knowledge, no native um, representation in the arts world for us in that way. And we really wanted to fill that gap and make room and make our voices heard. So in a gallery, are they paying for that space? The artists? Or how how is the the person that owns the gallery, how are they making a profit? So usually they take a commission off of what sells. So if you okay. sell, usually they split it um, 30. They take 30%. Sometimes it's more depending on the gallery owner. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they got some of these shows, like the big shows, you have to pay an entry fee and pay commission. Whoa. Um. Yeah, so there's there's a lot to it that, you know, with even like right now, we're going to have a show in October as well, and it's at a um, woman-owned space for women artists in Tulsa, and like everything just dealing with her has been different than dealing with... Um, like traditional other traditional art. gallery owners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like this started, we want to, you know, decrease the barriers in the art world where a lot of people have said like, Oh, I, I used to make art, but I don't anymore. So we want to help like provide space and provide supplies. That's our goal eventually. Um, and help, facilitate relationships in the community in the art world make sure that like their contracts are good they're not being taken advantage of make sure that everything is fair um that that representation is there and that they have help going through that process Mm, okay yeah i know you're talking about that that one dude uh i don't know if i can say his name or not Uh, yeah but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> fuck you. But I seen that video on TikTok. And I, yeah. I thought it was, a, I don't know. I thought it was just uh, people being like a skit or something. Mm. But then you actually like part one and part two. And it's, uh, he's the, he was the owner of that place. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. He owns a native own. He owns a native art gallery. Okay. They said the name on there and then I didn't know. I thought he was just some guy that showed up that was famous or something. And I, I was like, I never heard of this guy, but yeah, he was just going nuts mm-hmm. and they were trying to, um, what were they doing? Like, uh, just trying yeah. to, were they trying to shoot something? It sounded like they were filming for the, something for the NFL. Cause the NFL yeah. had mm-hmm. a bunch of, uh, native artists mm-hmm. recently, I guess is what I've been seeing. It's part of the opening, like of the, the NFL. Yeah. Is what they um. were filming. And so they were filming something for that. And then he came out there and was, like yelling at him and was like, you know, yeah, you Indian and like, yeah. <laughs> wasn't he, wasn't he speaking like Navajo too? He was trying he to, was trying to. Yeah. 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 It's always bad when, you know, you have stuff like that happen. 
and you have to keep like professional, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to, you can't let it bother you, but yet it still does. It's so tough. Like, and I could only, I could only like be in their shoes and just like, I know they wanted to do something right, but only thing you could do is record him, you know, and mm, him yeah. making an ass of himself. And, you know, hopefully something happens. I kept wishing that they were going to beat him up. I know. He, <laughs> he kept, kept saying, come up to the street. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> so he'd turn it right around. And, yeah. He'd yeah. call the police. You yep. know. Yeah. He'd get everybody in trouble over there. Mm-hmm. But he'd be like, I didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get through the first punch. Yeah. That's what would have happened. Ghost, little ghost action. <laughs> oh, it's oh yeah! I forgot you left. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's Angela. <laughs> it's not a ghost. It's not an intruder. <laughs> Don't call the cops. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, that's cool. I like the idea of that. Um, so that basically, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't like really. Do you have to have an agent? I guess. Do you have to? You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. And you would open that space, so like, you would create that space. I mean, for maybe an artist without an agent. Maybe just, uh, I don't want to be an agent, but maybe just help them find representation if, if that's what they want or mm-hmm. find a way into the gallery, help them make like an artist resume, help them write an artist bio, all of the things that you need to put in your portfolio, um, help them do that and, uh, you know, supply art supplies and space and help them create and get their voices out there and their ideas heard and i think i'm looking at becoming an agent really Mm -hmm. how would you do that it's a lot of networking Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a lot of establishing connections um getting myself out there so people can have some recognition of who i am and then i can bring other artists forward man i'll say about being an agent too just i mean for talent in general Mm -hmm. But I don't know how you would even do that. Would you have to create your own, like, as yourself, as, you like, a business, brand, I guess? Yeah, you kind of brand yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't understand, like, what that even means. And then, like, the, I guess your rate, I guess. You have to come up with your own rate or yeah. your own percentage, I'm I'm guessing. Yeah, just kind of, there's a lot of information out there on different industries. Um, and you can look at kind of what the general... You know, if people are signing contracts and you're taking a percentage of their pay for, you know, if you're doing talent, like if they get paid for a commercial, maybe you're taking a percentage of that or you're charging a monthly just flat rate and booking them as much as possible. It just kind of depends on what you want to do and what you um, agree to with the artists, what they're looking for as well. So it's definitely a conversation between you and your talent and seeing what they want to do and then kind of coming together and saying, well, I can help you do this and we can either do a percentage or I can charge a flat rate. Hmm. 
And that's what you wanted to do, agent? Yes. And then did you think about that too or no? I just want to be an artist and <laughs> There's your agent. I want to I want to create a space for other artists where we can create. I want to maybe have a gallery um or have a space where we can show art in the arts districts that are, you know, happening and uh, where people go to see art on a regular basis first Fridays, you know, where there's that heavy traffic um, because there's not any native art galleries down there. And then like the, even the, the native uh, places here, it's all like old artists. Mm-hmm. It's not never up and coming artists. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to help, you know, those that are coming that are up and coming. And something that takes place within Native art is this kind of clash between traditional and contemporary. So you have people who think that Native art has to look a particular way for it to be considered Native art. Whereas these days we want to show that if it's done by a Native artist, it's Native art. Sure. Yeah. And we also want uh, representation without censorship. Mm we don't want someone dictating to us what we can or can't say what we can or can't paint we want to be able to tell our stories from our voices and not have someone say well we've got to change it or we got to tone it down a little bit yeah that's annoying like you're an artist right you should be able to create whatever it is you want to create that's the whole point of being an artist yeah right yes and so it's like I, I didn't even know. So that is that what galleries do? I guess what you're explaining, sometimes, or is that their sometimes agent? Maybe. Um, it just depends. Like some galleries are real good. Like that, the one where we're gonna have the show in October, that Positive Spaces here in Tulsa. She's like, you guys can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I am here for it. Whatever you have to say, art is art. I don't dictate how art is. And so some of them are like that. And then some of them are like, well, we don't want to be political. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, being Indian is political. Yeah, we are yeah. a political We're, we're a political class. class. That's what the government defines us as. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Our existence our, is political. Yes. Yeah, we're something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Indigenous creatures. Indigenous <laughs> creatures. <laughs> <laughs> of course you gotta tell them that you gotta be like man we're creatures man. <laughs> do whatever we want <laughs> I went to put on a, a big art show in Tulsa every year with you know established artists and up and coming and have different themes and, and have you know most of them here from Oklahoma because we have 39 tribes here. We have how many tribal citizens here? How many, you know, we have so much to give and to show and to say. And so that's what kind of what I'm working towards in, with this show in March. I'm hoping it will be the first of many. Now, when did four mothers, like, I guess... When did it officially start, I guess? We're pretty new. 
was it January 1st? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how long was the idea, I guess, when everybody got together and kind of just started throwing around the idea of what it is you wanted to do? Uh, I think, you know, really since like last summer, I think since all of the stuff with the One Arts Organization where here in Tulsa where the board member was yelling at uh, those men that were doing nothing, sitting on a curb drinking water after doing rich people's yards, mm-hmm. you know, and he was yelling racial slurs at them, telling them to go back to Mexico. He was going to call ice and, and all these terrible things for no reason. And I was like, Oh, he's a board member on a large arts organization that puts on a large, uh, Mexican holiday really every year Mm -hmm. yeah and that's who's on their board and then yeah the the Dia de las Muertes um festival Mm -hmm. he's he was on the board for that organization and so then um all the stuff with the other gallery owner on Cherry Street that he um sexually abused his stepdaughter and then over 50 women came forward 50 artists came forward saying that he had told them you know and and just basically was taking advantage of his Mm -hmm. position in power um and so i just kind of like started thinking i was like gosh tulsa is something else Mm. um and what can we do to I just want to add on Cherry Street, the same street. There is a native gallery, but not necessarily made by a native person. As um, this is Tulsa, and we went to Santa Fe last year. We just want that same energy here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some other boards around Tulsa too that just have not good people on them, mm-hmm. and you're just like. This is, I'm over this. I didn't create art for 10 years. I quit creating art because of the art world here in Tulsa. Yeah. Really? And how it's so dominated um, by <clears throat> cis white men. Mm-hmm. And they take advantage of their positions of power. Um, and they prey on vulnerable people, vulnerable people and people wanting to you know, make a name for themselves in the art world. Well, they have, they have this position and they can help you, but what do you have to do for them? And I didn't start creating art again until 2020 until the pandemic hit. Yep. And you know, there's a lot of other people in Tulsa with stories like that too. We want to make space without that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'd be a great thing. Um, I mean, I read that story and, it's awful, man. It's awful. Like the things that everybody was talking about these, you know, it's not a safe space. It's not something that, uh, should even be happening. I mean, it, it shouldn't, I mean, yeah. that's so crazy that it's, it, it's been happening for so long, right? Like you said, you stopped creating art for what? 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, that just made, I mean, when you don't feel comfortable in the space anymore, then what, you know, but I mean, it's so, it's great that, you know, you're taking 
uh, what should I say, responsibility, initiative mm. to create, you know, these spaces so that shit doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And even within the Native art community, it's not always been a safe place for oh, yeah. women. Yeah. There's, you know, some high profile Native men who have, you know, been caught doing some really awful things and we need to really step up make sure our women are and children are protected yeah yeah there's too many enablers out there Ooh, mm. yes yeah yeah that's pretty sad man yeah well i'm glad this is being made um and january 1st was the official date that it was created and we are rolling. And already, I mean, I was going to say that too, <laughs> making some big moves with this. You already have a show in March. Yes. Yep. That is uh, at the Oklahoma Center for the Humanities. I just had a fellowship with them last year. And it was a freedom fellowship is what it was called. So we talked about freedom. And I presented, um, you know, about facts about Native people, about sovereignty and what that means and uh sovereignty of of land and of body um and especially you know with the the row that got overturned that that's Mm -hmm. just like how we take from the land we take from women's bodies we take you know the right to govern ourselves as well um and that affects native women a lot Mm -hmm. land sovereignty body sovereignty yeah um, and so I pitched this show and at first it was just going to be me. And I was like, well, I want to do this show called 13 counties and I want to, um, do it. I'm doing paintings over all of the counties in Oklahoma that are named after, uh, tribal nations. And so there's 13 of them, but that's not even including like the cities that are named after tribal words or, or people or the rivers. I mean, there's a lot, but this was, I was like, I can do 13 paintings and, um, it'll kind of show the, uh, ties that we as native people have to Oklahoma and to the land here because all of mine are abstract landscapes. So it kind of shows those ties, the emotional and spiritual and physical ties that we have to the land here. Um, and then I was like, I could do it a collaborative show. And then it just kept, I started asking some artists and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> and now there's like some people from Reservation Dogs in it. And Kaylin Fay is having some artwork in it. And just, uh, you know, some established artists that will bring, draw in people and some up and coming artists so that their names can be seen as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want to kind of move away from the typical five artists that you kind of see over and over in every native art show. We want to bring in some, some new blood and really get some people out there that maybe didn't have, um, you know, a good support system growing up and have those opportunities that some of these, artists that are out right now had i mean that's the only way you can grow though i mean you got to give you got to be given some kind of opportunity right you got to be given some kind of spotlight for yourself and i mean i 
I mean, I've obviously I've seen the same artists like here and there, but you know, I'm always like, I'm always more intrigued with like newer, the newer blood, like you guys are talking about. Cause I mean, some of the stuff, some stuff I've seen from different people, uh, that nobody knows about. They have some incredible work. Yeah. And I try my hardest to try to share everybody's stuff, but there's so much stuff on social media that it just kind of gets buried. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got to strategize it. And I mean, and that's why I'm saying like, sometimes like these things take a long time, you know, for you to actually, I guess, build yourself up and build a foundation. And then, you know, people will start noticing and everything. But I mean, word of mouth is so great mm-hmm. with social media. You got to know how to do it. But I mean, that even have like this type of show and what you've built giving people some kind of opportunity that probably when you they probably would never get mm-hmm. and then it's like you know it's a safe space it's 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 a lot it's a lot of trust i'm assuming so yeah. i mean like i'm eager can you drop any names oh uh, yeah no yeah yes uh, drop all i mean of them. i haven't been told i can drop all of them i've got them right here <laughs> uh, i remember he hit me up about a sculpture and i couldn't find anybody that does them did you find somebody lisa rutherford she's okay. the, a cherokee award-winning potter i'm very excited her her stuff is gonna be uh it's hand dug clay from cherokee county mm-hmm and it's about Cherokee County. So I'm very excited to see her creation. Her, her work is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see that. And then there's uh, beadwork. Brittany's going to have some beadwork and some paintings in there. Um, there's Brittany uh, Cuevas from Forlocha that does a... Forlocha that mm-hmm. does a... She does a lot of crafts. She does uh, basket weaving and a lot of traditional art. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a, a gourd set in there. Um, there's a lot of different artwork. Um, like the big names, Ryan Redcorn, one of the writers for Reservation. I mean, everyone in Indian country knows him. <laughs> He's got some, <laughs> some, some photography in there and uh, Shane Brown, that is the still photographer for reservation dogs. So all of the still shots that you see, he, he'll have some photography in there. Um, Travis Mamaday, he's a, a pretty well-known painter around. He's living out in Arizona now and he's going to have a, a, a really large piece in there. Um, Jesse Jesse Hawes, she's a poet, and she'll have a few pieces. Um, Chris and Jeremy Thompson from Samurai Designs, they do those shoes. Have you seen those Converse and Vans? They've done some reservation dog pieces, and yeah, I think so. So they're doing a pair of shoes over Seminole County, mm-hmm. and then Walayla. It's Chris Thompson. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Layla's beating them, so they're oh. real cool. Um, and then there's Haley Madden, and she's Osage, and, and she's going to have a couple paintings in there. Um, Lisa Rutherford, 
Dan Rocky. She's Muskogee and Seminole. And she's kind of up and coming. She's a younger artist. And she does like this uh, pop 80s. And I think she's doing a, a like a monster piece. Like mm. a, and so I'm excited to see what she does. Um, she's having her first show, her first solo show next weekend. So I'm excited for her. Kendra Swafford, and she's a Cherokee artist, and okay. she does like that uh, watercolor, real beautiful work. Um, Ken- Kristen Gentry, and she's Choctaw, and um, she does watercolor, acrylic kind of florals, real pretty, but uh, real pretty work, but it's usually deep and meaningful what it means. Kaylin Fay, I'm very excited that she's having pieces in it because I'm a huge fan girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and yeah, me. I'll have 13 pieces in it. I was gonna say you said you're gonna have 13 <laughs> pieces in it. Yeah, so it's at this new gallery. So the uh, Oklahoma Center for the Humanities was in the Zero Building, next to the Bob Dylan and. Uh, Woody Guthrie mm-hmm. and so it's a smaller gallery and then they they bought the old AHA building at 101 Archer and that gallery is huge I think somebody told me it's 14,000 square feet whoa so and part of the exhibit too is going to be uh, a humanities based aspect um, about tribal sovereignty and then at the end of March early April TU, Harvard Law, Chickasaw Law, uh, Chickasaw Nation, and Cherokee Nation are putting on a tribal sovereignty symposium. And they'll have speakers coming in uh, from all over to speak on tribal sovereignty. So this kind of goes along with that. Um, It'll have the humanities aspect and then the art aspect. And the art aspect is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Jeez. It's a big list. Is, are you adding any more? Is that? I think that's it right now. But I hope next year it'll be even bigger. Maybe we can get twenty artists. Mm-hmm. How many you got now? I think it was fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Okay. I'm sure you can get twenty five yeah. next year. I'm kind of hoping that they might let me do this every year there. <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah. I mean, would they have to see how it goes, I guess? Or is it... I think if it's not with the humanities aspect, uh, because that has a whole different ball field. It's mm-hmm. not just art, so it's the humanities. So I think if it's just art, I, th- I think that they would. You know, and they're owned by TU, and TU just put out that land acknowledgement. So hopefully they'll, you know, do something instead of just saying something. True. Yeah. Man. And this is uh, March 3rd? March 3rd is opening night, and Desi and Cody will be playing. There'll be food and drinks, um, and then it's through April 22nd. And I think they're open Wednesday through Sunday, I think. Maybe Tuesday through Saturday, I'm not sure. Um like 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. So you can go in any time during that time and, and see the exhibit. That's what I was going to ask if it 
went on for a longer period of time. Yeah. Sometimes I think, oh, it's one night. It's a one night thing. So be be there. No. It'll be there. It'll be up for a little over a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, you going? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a 75%. <laughs> Maybe. I have to wheel her in. But... <laughs> Don't be alarmed if I'm in a wheelchair or oh, yeah. a walker. Yeah, yeah. We're going to decorate up her walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to. How would we decorate I'll it? Be, I'll beat We're going to put some ribbons and beadwork on it. And bead the entire thing? <laughs> She's going to be the deadliest. <laughs> now, if it's a wheelchair, bead the wheels. Those rims. Yes. Those beaded rims. Beaded rims. <laughs> Can someone make it bounce? <laughs> Hydraulics? Hydraulics. Uh-huh. Oh, that might be painful. I'll call my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some of those lights, uh, those LED you know, lights. Underneath it? Yeah. <laughs> smoke. The smoke. <laughs> Somehow make it real low. <laughs> Stupid. It's crazy because I've I've seen I've been seeing a lot of videos about pin my ride on TikTok. <laughs> so just talk. I've been watching those videos too, because everybody's like, you know how ridiculous that show was, and we all thought it was real. <laughs> <laughs> so just just pimping out Charlotte's uh, wheelchair. Walker, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hopefully this will be my first outing. Post surgery, so it will I can be. make it. You'll be good. You all can make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Oh yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be healed up by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't need no wheelchair or walker. <laughs> yeah, you'll be good. I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. Is that a Friday? Or it's the first the first Friday in okay. March. Yep. March third. We're not doing anything, correct? <laughs> Dang, I gotta check around. I like always like message people, and I forget to message them back, and then other stuff ha- happens, and I'm, oh man, I forget to write stuff down too. So, luckily you you uh, reminded me like three weeks before this. And I was like, oh yeah, let me write it down. <laughs> so I kept it open because I was like, because I almost uh, had something else tonight. And then when you told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I committed to this a long time ago, so I'm going to have to keep it. I always keep my word. I try <laughs> to keep my word as much as I can. But hell yeah, man, I, I'm excited to go. I hope we can go. I don't think I have anything on the third. It'll be up for two first Fridays, so it'll be two of those. Um, so the that Friday and the next Friday will be op- like opening? Well, so that Friday and then the first Friday in April. It'll still be there, and it'll be a first Friday if you want to go out to all the different galleries that are open and free usually. Mm-hmm. But it's open. You can go in. Uh, I think they're open Tuesday through Saturday, I think, 10 to 6, and it may be Wednesday through Sunday. I'm not real sure. I want to go to opening night, though. 
That's what I want. Opening night's gonna be lit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I've never been to opening night of like any kind of art market or anything. They're pretty busy. Yeah. They're pretty busy, pretty crowded, but it's fun. Everyone's so be, dressed up. Um, so you can do food and drink. Yeah. There's the, uh, they usually have wine and like huh? shark coochie boards. <laughs> shark coochie. <laughs> Something in my best Oki accent. <laughs> Sorry. Let's take two. Take two. <laughs> no pizza? No, it's good. <laughs> the little Caesars? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, they usually have food, finger foods, and wine, beer, I think. Now, you all be running it? Is that what's going to happen? <clears throat> No. We'll just be hanging out. You yeah. Know, be there. Okay. Yeah. Making the vibe right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like managing kind of in a way. I imagine I'll probably be talking to a lot of people mm-hmm. and showing, you know, or telling meanings or interpreting. <laughs> Miming? No. Miming, yes. <laughs> I was a mime once. <laughs> you, I was Were there. You? I was there. You don't want to know what she mimed. For theater. <laughs> Back when I was young and in theater. It was scandalous. It was pretty scandalous. It was a scandalous mime job. <laughs> So that's how you, you two met in theater, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? just around, like, I was a musician and I was a DJ. And so I was out and about Tulsa nightlife early 2000s. Mm. I met a lot of people and got, I was in a lot of things. I just kind of did everything then. And since then, I've taken quite a big break. And now I'm just kind of coming back. And, now you're back. Now I'm back. <laughs> what What a... Uh... What productions were you part of, both of you? I did a lot of work with Nightingale Theater back when it was um, up and running. And it was kind of like these local local playwrights um, just doing their own crazy, abstract, weird, artsy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember all of them. <laughs> She was Miss Center of the Universe. What's that? That was a satirical um, beauty pageant. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, making fun of all the beauty pageants, and I pretty much did that with everything that I did. Yeah, it's like an anti-beauty pageant. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. They still have that? No, I wish they did. It was a lot of fun back then. I think I took it too serious. <laughs> I wanted to win. <laughs> so how did you win? You just <laughs> the mime, the mime, the thing. mime job, <laughs> the oh. mime job did it. Stole the show. <laughs> and the questions and 
I really didn't prep you for the mime <laughs> bit of this interview. <laughs> I didn't know there would be questions. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to come up. <laughs> Where was this at? Downtown? Nightingale Theater. <laughs> uh-huh. It's over in this little industrial part uh, around... Fourth and Peoria, mm-hmm. you know where the Tulsa Eagle is on Third Street. It's like Third and Gary. I think so. Yeah. Um, so it's back behind there. Like there's some bus stations and there's some like like printing shops mm-hmm. and it's just real industrial and it's this little weird artsy theater, <laughs> but I don't think they do anything anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. It was a lot of fun. I wish I could have gone. You would have liked it. They when, had they have burlesque shows. They mm-hmm. had like uh, carnival like uh, f- carnival freak shows. Mm-hmm. They had uh, all different types of plays. Some of them you'd be like, "What the hell is this about?" <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them were really good. Uh, just depends on who was writing. Yeah. <laughs> And it was just like all of like the artsy nerds in Tulsa would get together and perform theater. And hmm. some of them played music and just got weird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get weird. <laughs> I was more on the music side of it because um, Rob and Lynn that do, they do like the 90s prom and the... 80s prom. Oh, is that who does that? Mm-hmm. Oh. So they were kind of friends with the with the people who ran the Nightingale. And so it was kind of this all big group of alternative, just weird people that put on different events. And we just like to have fun parties. Yeah. <laughs> the homies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like to have fun parties. So we're kind of, we're getting back into that, having fun parties, but now we're making it indigenous. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not weird. Well, it's still a... it is us. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. We can't, you can't take the weird yeah. out of us. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we hide it good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there too? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, I miss everything. <laughs> Man. So they call it that the center, well, the center of the universe, mm-hmm. the center of the universe pageant. Okay, I almost said queen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> say what you will. <laughs> well, when she said that, I thought you stood where that center of the universe is, and they crowned you. No, no but just kind of play off of that. Okay. Yeah. Game. My crown did have the center of the universe on it, though. Mm -hmm. I had this crown that they made, and it had the center of the universe and uh, that sculpture, the artificial cloud sculpture. Really? Coming off of my crown. Dang. Yeah. You should wear that to the (laughs) opening. It's long gone. Oh. Long gone. This was like 15 years ago. Oh, dang. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Didn't you do something at the state fair with hot dogs? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) 
glizzy around that, no, I'm around that same time. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was whenever I did what the fork with uh, Sterling Harjo. And so he filmed me, him and Matt Leach, back when they were doing This Land. Um, the newspaper, This Land. And they had this episode for This Land TV. Uh, they had a series called What the Fork. And uh, they followed me around the fair, eating fair foods. And don't watch it because you're going to know how much of a city Indian I really am. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talk about eating fry bread from the fair. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know her. I do not I do not know this woman. City Indian, North Tulsa, born and raised. Turn her mic off. Cancel. Bugger. And four mothers ended on Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Rip that contract up <laughs> on the phone. We now have a position open for president. <laughs> Kicked off. Impeached. <laughs> so wait, you're saying how good it was? I was just saying that I like to eat it. <laughs> Best bread. So, <laughs> let's not say it was the best, okay? I just it's said, pretty much. Anytime I can get some fry bread. <laughs> I don't care who's making it. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. I thought you were saying, that's the greatest fry bread I've ever had. No. Like, stay fair. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just such an Indian. And it was a just city a, Indian. <laughs> that I get it where I can get it. It's just that funnel cake. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Charlotte made the move. It's over now. Four mothers. <laughs> Closed. Disbanded. <laughs> Disbanded. <laughs> Man. That's cool, though. You got to... Be followed around. Did yeah. they buy your food? Yeah, they did. did. They? Oh. they gave me so much money. I would have loved to do that. And so I had like some fried Oreos. And <sighs> the big thing, that was the year that the fried Kool-Aid came out. Mm-hmm. And so that was the big thing that I was hunting was, was fried it, Kool-Aid. Do you have any? Did you try it? Yeah. How was, was it good? <laughs> I mean, it tasted like Kool-Aid. It like <laughs> just was like no Kool-Aid bread. No. And then I had that donut burger. That was the year that the Krispy Kreme donut burger came out. Mm. I had a big old beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rode a bull. A mechanical bull. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give me enough money for that. But because <laughs> I'll give you, I'll pay for you to ride that bull if you ride that bull. <laughs> Please don't dare us to do anything. We are terrible. You don't even have to dare me. (laughs) Just put the idea in my head. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
I'm still I'm still trying to get over the Kool Aid, the fried Kool Aid. Yeah, it was. I went all over. How did they make that? Like, what was it? I guess they just mixed. It was kind of like little. Uh, it reminded me of donut holes, hmm. but it was just mixed with Kool Aid. Really? Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go seek it out. But yeah. <laughs> Nothing Pitch- beats a fried Snickers. That's hands down. I've never had best. that. Oh. I've been wanting to try that. It's the best. I liked the fried Oreo because it tasted like cake. Mm-hmm. And then people were stopping me, thinking that I was. Uh, they asked me if I was on the real world, and I told them, <laughs> I, told them I was. <laughs> Why yes. <laughs> yes. I am. I was like, I yes, I am. <laughs> Season, <laughs> whatever. Yes, we're having fun. Oh my gosh, we need a real world Indian country. Yes, oh, that'd be do. crazy, dude. That'd be so insane. Yes, we do. Sign us up right here. Who wants to go? I mean, <laughs> I just watched season three the other night. It's on uh, Hulu now, and I just remember I was like, oh man. Back in the 90s, I really mm-hmm. wish that I was on the real world. They were living it up. Yeah. Free rent. I can't stand any of those people, though. Yeah, they were all <laughs> annoying. They were. Terrible people. And now, at 42 years old, I couldn't imagine living in a house with, like, nine no. other people. No. <laughs> like, no. that sounds like my nightmare. Coming out drunk. No. Oh. <laughs> <Awful>. <laughs> Yeah, we used to wish uh, when we were in college, you we were like, man, I wish there was a, a reality crew here to like film us. Because, <laughs> man, man, I used to get freaking hammered like all the time. And it was almost <laughs> like I was on a show, like a TV show. Like, and we were just like, I was just always getting hammered and drinking all the time. And now, like, yeah, it's like now it's like I'm so totally different. I'd probably look back on that stuff and be like, man, I was such an idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like, look back at yourself and like how crazy you were on national TV where everybody can see you. We're all pretty lucky we weren't recorded oh, 24-7 yes. in our early 20s. That's I'm glad good... these weren't around. What? <laughs> yes. I mean, I some people have like old videos of me, but they're so pixelated. Like, you can't even tell. You like, can it's deny me. it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not me. That ain't me. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, now I'd have to do, like, one of the Real Housewives shows, but anti-style. Oh, we need we some real antis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need yeah. some real antis. We could all show off our beaded jewelry and yes. our casino winnings. And <laughs> yes. Beaded walkers. Beaded walker. <laughs> Hi- hydro- I've got hydraulics <laughs> in my walker. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> What do you got? <laughs> That's vacationing on the Illinois River. Oh my yes. god! Oh. Trips to Santa Fe, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all, we're all in bed by ten p.m. Though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tuckered out. <laughs> Did you see my walker tipped over on the floor? <laughs> One wheel spinning. <laughs> One tennis ball off. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't y'all go to Indian Market? 
Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Did you go? Angela? <laughs> Being all quiet. <laughs> we do what now? <laughs> we tagged up a Cadillac Ranch with land back all over. Oh yeah, all over. It was sure fun. Did. Stickers. Oh, I brought you some stickers too. Yes. <laughs> What's that place called? Cadillac. Cadillac Ranch. Cadillac Ranch. Yeah. We used to go by there, too, whenever we drive to Oklahoma to play stickball and have to drive back. Mm. And I would never know to spray paint on there. I, I just do wrestling stuff. Like, <laughs> like WCW. <laughs> or like Stone Cold. Stone Cold. <laughs> oh. Yo, these are awesome. And he, this is what you spray painted on the cars? <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Who made these for you? I made them. Did you make them? Uh huh. What? How much you charge? Well, so the land back ones, I think we're going to do that as a fundraiser for four mothers. Oh, God. And probably, I'll probably do them four dollars $4 each and see how much we can raise and get some art supplies or some stuff needed going. We really got to find a place. Mm hmm. That will donate space. We're hoping maybe one of these community centers or, or somewhere will for a little while until we can get really up and going. To buy a... <clears throat> is that the plan is to buy a space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big space. Where would you put it? Or like, what would be an ideal like place for it to go? Like, I think kind of... Uh, kind of out in nature. So we've talked about like... Uh, you know, having like gardens there and stuff too, like maybe a pollinator garden. Um, and then just have like artist studios. So, you know, maybe a couple acres or something to where we could have 10 artist studios or five where two artists are in each studio. Um, I kind of like my vision is just because I grew up in, North Tulsa, my vision is kind of somewhere over around Mohawk Park and mm. close to that nature preserve, you know. Um, but I'm open. I'm open to anywhere. But that that's kind of where, where my vision has been. Um, and then and, a gallery downtown. Nice. Yep, to display yeah. the, the art. Carly came up with this Agra Studio <laughs> idea. I'm what is it? Well, so we drove out to see Sharla's daughter that's in the um, food and agriculture, agriculture. out at, at Arkansas, uh, Razorbacks, Arkansas State. Is that right? Arkansas. Uh, University of University Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. Arkansas. Okay. So we drove out there and saw her. It's Missouri. No, <laughs> Oh, I knew it was Arkansas. I didn't know it was like. <laughs> Just see a giant red pig. The, 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 that place. The pigs. <laughs> but so um, we were kind of talking to her about it. And she was telling us like about 
different, just different things that you can do and how they have agritourism here in Oklahoma. And so you can, um, get grants from the government for a farm and it doesn't have to be like a farm. It can be like a pollinator farm. Like they have that Uchi butterfly farm. Um, so this could be like, you know, just for pollinators where we just plant all native species and help bring back the pollinator population, which I'm also, I'm, I'm a, a gardener, a big time gardener <laughs> during gardening season. Um, and so I started kind of looking at it and I found like you can get grants to help buy land and you have to put so much towards it, but they have Oklahoma has this whole agro tourism where they have like breweries that brew, I guess their hops, they grow their hops here and you can go on a tour and see these beers that are from seed to beer. They have like trails that you can go on. You can go on a ranch. And so I said, well, we're just going to do an agro studio. <laughs> hmm. And so that's kind of, you know, kind of where you could have like a, you could have the studios and you could have artist retreat and you could have a residency and, um, it doesn't have to be like other places here in Tulsa, um, where they do the residencies and stuff where you have to meet so much criteria, um, to even be, um, to be considered, to be considered for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like be inclusive of uh, single moms mm -hmm. or people caring for elderly parents. Mm -hmm. Where they can bring, you know, their kids or their, the people that they care for and just like bring them and chill. Somebody, you know, like, hey, I'm going to come out to the studio today for a little while and um, create art. Could you, could I bring my kid with me could you play with them for a little bit while I create some art or someone that will sit and talk to like your mom while you go into the studio you know just something inclusive like that now you said residency like they can live there too yeah where they can like um, like out of out of I don't know out of state maybe they want to be an artist and <clears throat> they come down there and live yeah. It's like a short stay. It's yeah. like, like a two week. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe to get on their feet. Just give them some time to yeah. disconnect from everything oh, okay. got going on okay. and really focus on creating art. Okay. Okay. Like I've been reading about some of these other re artist residencies. Um, the national parks have some and you can go, you can apply for that and they'll pay you and lodging is free you go and stay for summer like five days ten days summer an entire month and they pay for all of that and you create art and you either loan it to the national park to display or you give it to them or whatever they buy it from you whatever you guys work out really so i've been looking at all these other residencies and it's just been giving me ideas and getting my mind going mm -hmm. there's so much like that goes into that yeah. I would have never, like... Yeah. I mean, there's so much, like... Well, when you said residency, I was thinking of, like, uh, 
uh, Jackson's Wink in MMA, the gym mm-hmm. in uh, Albuquerque. So they opened up this huge facility, and basically, it's now like a giant like dormitory where like if you're not from America or you're out of state, you can go live there and train. Like you don't have to worry about food or. Um, bills or anything everything's paid for because that building's paid for and then they generate so much money because every there's a lot of fighters that are in the ufc and stuff and so that's how they get paid through those fighters i think that's how it goes still if i'm wrong uh don't get mad at me but uh but yeah they used to have right they still do but they have like people just from like brazil and everywhere around the world fly in stay there as long as they need to don't worry about nothing just train Mm -hmm. get ready for your fight and then you know and then after that if you need to stay still cool if not then you know you probably go back home and that's that's what i was thinking of when you talk about residency yeah i kind of like that yeah yeah kind of in that way where they come and um probably not stay as long stay like you know yeah. yeah two weeks even so i mean just kind of get away yeah on a pollinator farm with mm-hmm. the bees and the birds and just get away from society yeah yeah, yeah. i mean have that's your a, own little studio space yeah yeah i mean i mean that's what you have to do you have to get away from all this stuff mm-hmm. and then possibly turn your phone off mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes oh that phone is something else it's addicting <laughs> <It is>. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah, it's so crazy how, like, I, I was thinking about that, too, like, with phones and stuff, like, when I was in college or whatever, I had a Behold phone, is a Samsung Behold, and it was a touchscreen phone, but it's not like how we have now, like, there wasn't no internet on it, you could get internet, but it was so expensive back then, and you could just text, and that's it, mm-hmm. and then, like, you had to go to actual computer and get on myspace back then uh nobody was on facebook really it was all myspace is ran by myspace and and now like i'm just on my phone like constantly i mean even before like doing a podcast like because now i like promote a lot of stuff and i gotta promote things i do and other people and i try to get Mm -hmm. the word about it everything and i try to stay up to date with what everybody's trying to do Mm -hmm. and that's what i hate about facebook it shows you it doesn't show you everybody's stuff like i'll see something from somebody that's from like three days ago and it's already done with and i'm so annoyed at facebook how it does that and there's no way you can change it i don't think i wish there was where i could just change it to where you know hey let me see all my homie stuff like everybody that's out here doing stuff like i want to be able to support it because it doesn't do any good when it's like two days or three days over and it's like done with yeah and then it looks bad because I didn't like it. I didn't like share it or anything, but I mean, that's how it goes with Facebook. I don't know why, but it's so stupid how that works with Facebook. The algorithm. Is that what that is on Facebook? Mm-hmm. I don't believe Facebook you. Only, <laughs> Facebook only likes my uh, thirst trap pictures. <laughs> I'll go viral. <laughs> With a sad thirst trap picture, but <laughs> let me say something kind of important that no one knows me. Crickets. Yeah. They hold on to it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know how Facebook. I know how TikTok works. Facebook is hard because I mean even Instagram's hard now because now when you share stuff, you can't just share hashtags anymore. You have to share um uh they have a list that you can go to now and then you hit what you're going to like what it really is about like a category categories mm-hmm. that's what it's called so now you got to hit categories and maybe you can put hashtags for your reels and stuff on instagram yeah. and then like tiktok though what i've been doing what i learned on tiktok is like three hashtags that are whatever you're talking about and then the community you want it to go out to so like with our unsolved mystery one I remember I tried it out and I think we got like 10,000 views on it. And I was like, I guess it kind of works. And then I did another one and I always put like native TikTok, paranormal, and I think indigenous TikTok. And that one, it went like 100,000 views. And I was like, oh, fuck. And so, like, that's secret, everybody. There's the, <laughs> but three if, hashtags and that's it. Yeah, but if yeah, I it's put like ten. On it's there. on our TikTok. <laughs> See, like that's what I was doing. I was putting ten or twenty on there. But what happens with that is like it doesn't. It gets so it. lost in what it doesn't know what it's doing. So it just it goes here and it goes there and it eventually dies out. Mm. But if you do three, like with our content, it's like paranormal, and it's indigenous TikTok, native TikTok. It's these stories from like folklore and like history and culture and stuff then it pushes it out to the native communities. And then once they like it and share it and save it and stuff like that, or stitch it, then it becomes more available widely to more people on TikTok. So I think our last one I just posted last Friday, it's up to like 300,000 views. Dang. And then like I posted one, it was, it's not even our video, but it was a, it was a Bigfoot video that went viral and then ours, I think, has like the most views from anybody else posting it. Right now, it's like eight hundred and fifty thousand views. Wow! It's like almost at a freaking million. I was like, now how come our other ones won't do that? <laughs> but this one, well, but I guess because you know Bigfoot, everybody's into yeah, Bigfoot and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's like this drone catching Bigfoot walking in the forest. Mm. And so there's like this huge debate on it. There's people saying like, oh, it's fake. Oh, it's real. Um, what's up with the drone and stuff so understandable why that one gets like close to a million views but i think we had one where tyler was talking about lps and i think that one's like five hundred thousand views but that's a secret on tiktok three hashtags, three hashtags like I, I don't know about art i guess you would put art, art native tiktok native tiktok indigenous tiktok okay we haven't Let's ventured into tiktok yet well i did hear on this art show in uh october that we're doing i heard that bigfoot may be there oh god woman bigfoot yes oh which i'm gonna need your help with you hear that, back Chris? On. <laughs> we're back on <laughs> oh yeah we're supposed to shoot a movie yeah yeah i've got time now how oh yeah you, how do you determine gender of a bigfoot you're gonna know okay <laughs> she's gonna have a little Baby. Oh. Mm. Baby. Yeah. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hashtag on my TikToks Bigfoot from now on. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. 
I'm gonna go viral. Just have a little Bigfoot statue in the background <laughs> of everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just move him so he's in frame every time. <laughs> Do you both make TikTok or art for TikTok? I make I'm, I make some TikToks. Yeah, art TikToks sometimes. Gardening. I've done some a little bit of gardening TikTok. Oh, nice. My sister's all about the TikTok. Oh yeah, she's a star. Really, she's mm-hmm. a TikTok star. She knows all about it, and she tells me what I need to do. But I'm 42 years old. It's tough, yeah, man. I'm it's exhausted. tough. Because <laughs> when I was learning about TikTok, I just thought like you, like 20 hashtags, and oh, that's it. But I mean, like you got to put like. Like your video, right? Sometimes, like with ours, I just put um, Ghost Highway Story. And I'll put it, like, on the video so people can see, like, what it is. And I'll, I'll have to edit the story because it won't be so long because attention spans are, like, mm-hmm. three seconds long yeah. now. And so I try to make it, like, anywhere from 20 to a minute long. That's pushing it. Minutes pushing it, kind of. But you kind of want to get the idea of it out there. And so people, like, if you check your analytics and stuff, you could see who's actually tuning in, what time. Um, and I always do Fridays. Fridays at 1 p.m. or 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. And even, like, you got to look up, like, best times to post on TikTok. I Googled that. And it <laughs> gives you all the, like, times where they think will hit. So that's, like, what I try to do, too. It's it's crazy, man. <laughs> like, there's so much thought that goes into like yeah. doing TikToks and stuff. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even you. I had to like grasp it. Like, I was like, God, it's so stupid, but it's hard. <laughs> you to. have to do it. Yeah. Like at first, I was just posting TikToks with pictures, mm-hmm. you know, and then I was like, I've got to start video recording everything. Yep. That's what you got to do. You got to video record, and then you got to edit it and make it line up to the music. Yep. And... Wow. Yeah. It's wow. rough out here. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough out here for a TikToker. <laughs> It'd be hard for hard for art though, because I mean, the way I see them do it is like they're holding it the entire time, or maybe on a tripod or something, mm-hmm. and they're doing their work. And it's like I guess they're recording the entire time they do it, and they yeah. go back and they edit it into diff- they chop it up right, yeah. and it's like God dang like you know painting right takes a while yeah. and you're recording the entire thing and then you got a dedication yeah exactly <laughs> i did buy one of those ring light tripods and i thought I'll, I'll record myself painting but it does it takes so long and then i scrape paint off i'm like i don't like this <laughs> scrape <laughs> cover up everyone will be like she has no idea what the hell she's doing <laughs> What is this? Yeah, Professional artist. Yeah. They just like <laughs> cut and mime a little bit and then go back. <laughs> or you just like cut and say, well, what happened was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Bigfoot shows up for a second. Just bring out Bigfoot in your video. You could. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> Critiquing you. First art critique I ever had. I was in an art class and uh, <laughs> we were doing pen and ink, and I had never done it before. And I was trying to do like some uh, <clears throat> landscape, like in New Mexico, Arizona, somewhere. And 
it was awful. And she put everyone's up, hung everyone's up except for mine. What? Oh, no. <laughs> Dang. I never cried pen and ink again. <laughs> yeah, four mothers. That won't happen. <laughs> that won't happen. Well, that won't happen. We'll never. We'll nurture you. Like Whoa. Our little baby bird. Our little babies. <laughs> oh, I forgot it. <laughs> That's why it's not up. <laughs> See it on the floor. Dog ate it. <laughs> what dog ate it? <laughs> oh, my cat got a hold of it. It was like with the Seriously. calligraphy pen nibs and like, it was, it was hard. And then there were some real art stars in there that knew. And I was like, dang. <laughs> Just didn't even put mine up. <laughs> Couldn't put it last. She was like, she was embarrassed for you. Just kept turning it. Maybe maybe it's upside down. Start shaking it like maybe it's a stereogram. Maybe I gotta pull it. Yeah. Things from the early 90s where you got to put it up real close, yeah, <laughs> slowly pull it away from your face to try and yeah. see what's in the picture. It's, it's a schooner. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you wouldn't get it. <laughs> it's too abstract for you now to understand. That was a class you said? It was a class that I paid for in college. Really? <laughs> Did you, did you get an A in that class? Oh. An a or a B? I can't. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Well, I mean, but then the next class I took this uh, drawing class and I did real well in there. And then I submitted some paint. I'm I'm much better. I can draw. I am at painting is is what I'm good at. Um, I submitted a a painting to a juried show here in Tulsa. And, the nude art show and it got accepted by my um drawing professor so that kind of made me feel good yeah. that made up for it it wasn't him that didn't it was this other <laughs> art teacher i don't even remember her name now shove in her face <laughs> in your face invite her to the to the show oh yes <laughs> she's this real hippie older woman like everything was just all right <laughs> Except that drawing. Yeah. Except for that yeah. drawing. What if he still had it and you hung it up in your gallery? <laughs> Invited her. Look at me now. Yeah. Look at me now. I'll pretend to buy it for like five yeah, right? dollars. <laughs> yes. I'll bid higher. Six hundred. <laughs> And we're just fighting over it. A thousand. What? Eleven hundred. Can you not see the talent in this drawing? I know. Just talk, talking to that teacher. I love this. Why don't you love it? It just goes to show. Never give up on your dreams. Exactly. You could be putting together, curating your own art show one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you... Didn't get even, put up. <laughs> even if your art teacher <laughs> did not put yours up. 
Never forget your dreams. That's right. Never. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Like, I mean, I would have been tore up, man. I would have been like, oh, God. I would have probably cried, to be honest. I kind of, I was kind of like, it was really that bad. Like, <laughs> she didn't even pick mine up. <laughs> I mean, I was bad in art school, but I was there for visual arts, but I still had to do like painting classes and drawing classes. So in high school, I did draw, but I stopped doing it because I just thought like, I'm going to be in sports. So what do I need to draw for? I should have just kept drawing. I was so stupid, but man, I was getting pretty good at it because I would just, you know, draw like comics like Punisher and daredevil and stuff and i would sit there for hours and i'd draw it and i'd try to color it in and only thing i couldn't do was shade i never could like get shading right so it would just be like this white and black drawing and then like i got to ia and we had to draw like a still life i think and man mine looked so bad i was sitting there like all embarrassed because everybody was amazing did with the charcoal and i never did charcoal and god dang mine looked like it was trash it was really trash but my teacher was never like you know oh it sucks like <laughs> he just like walked by and he was like hmm interesting that's what he said i was like oh thanks like what do you like about it he was like hmm. <laughs> he was like trying to figure something out this is like grapes and like a wine bottle and like a, a cow skull and man it looks so bad I shouldn't even ask him what he thought about it. But he was like, oh, I like uh, the horns. <laughs> that was it. I like how you did your horns there. That was pretty good. And I was like, oh, cool. So it kind of gave me some confidence. But, yeah, I mean, it was I was so bad. I mean, I'm glad he didn't do that to me because I would have cried. I would have quit. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess let's go back home. <laughs> Work at the gas station. <laughs> Where'd you go to college at? What, what school was that? TCC. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Mm. Brutal. Man. Of all places to do that. I know. What? I know. I don't even remember the people in that class, but there were some little art stars in there that were, you know, her favorites and teacher's pet and their their work was always... And it was never, that class was, I never felt like she was, like, helping me to become better. It was just, like, do this. And then she had her favorites. Mm. You need someone to kind of foster that and be like, try this. Or, yeah. you know. Guide you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Invite her. <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going home to look at my transcript tonight. <laughs> Getting her name. I'll invite her. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send an invite. That's your first TikTok right there. For real. For real. Mm-hmm. Art school reject. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Is there any more info you wanted to let everybody know about four mothers or like probably not like Shows after this one. I'm sure you're still working on that, correct? Yeah, there's going to be one in October, November. We don't have the dates for mm-hmm. sure, but we'll announce it. Um, they can follow my studio page, Tulsi Studios. That's the Muskogee spelling, T-V-L-S-E Studios. 
uh, Facebook and Instagram, and then Four Mothers Collective on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us there as well. We'll uh, announce shows. We'll announce what we're doing, what we're working on, whenever we get space, um, things like that. Yeah. Man. And then you all want to tell where to follow you, keep up with you, keep track of you. We're fighting over it. Let's see, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Like your personal. Yeah, your personal. Oh, my personal. Yeah. If you want. My name is Sharla Davis. Find me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a game. Find me. (laughs) Let's chat. treasurer by the way just behind some behind the scenes and ida is okay. our secretary i think we forgot to do that so yeah. carly you're the president yeah correct president Brit, you are vice president vice president charlotte is the treasurer and ida you are the secretary the secretary okay yeah i mean i think we mentioned like um what do you call it roles. positions roles yeah. yeah i think we you did say you're president of it because I said owner. Or I said owners. But it was the board is what. Yeah. The board. So, yeah. Yeah, we never even went over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never, like, had, like, um, something like this. So, it was cool to get all this information and actually, like, learn about what it is you're trying to do and create this safe space, you know, for our people and everything. And it's really important that we do that. And then the people that, you know, they do these horrible things, you know, like be held accountable for the things they've done, you know, and, and, uh, just that's what I feel should happen, you know, just hold them accountable. But I, I love, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep it going. Looking forward to March 3rd, the first show, the first opening through April, 22nd. 22nd and looking forward to everything else i mean what we talked about you know creating a oh like a residency i think that'd be really dope um and then would you say the pollinator farm agra 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 studio agra studio well, th- this is just some of the possibilities yeah. we're talking about and you know hopefully in three to five years it will be a reality like that the big dream yeah will be a reality it will be you just got to keep at it, keep going. Yeah. Don't let, don't let a no or whatever change that thought. Yeah. You just got to keep doing it and strive for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's for, for me, it's the first of seeing something like this around here. So that's, you know, I think that's a great thing. And what you guys, what you all are building towards, it's not just for you, it's for everybody. Yes. And that's always like a, the best thing is, creating and building something that is um for everybody for mm-hmm. our people and just like i said like these safe spaces that need to be brought into our city mm-hmm. my city no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but um did you want to say your personal uh instas or 
Facebook or? I am on Instagram and Twitter mostly. Uh, Britt Postoak on either of those. Um, yeah. Is there a website? We're working on it. We're working on it. Mm-hmm. I have my per- my personal website, TulsiStudios.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're working on the four mothers. That's one of the next steps for the next. This quarter or next quarter, I had to look at my notes. <laughs> okay. And is spooky native-ish a thing still? Oh, definitely. Definitely. We're always a gang. Always. <laughs> <laughs> you see how we pulled up today? <laughs> gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> is it okay to say the theme of the show in October? Oh, yeah. The theme of October. Survived by. So... Stories of survival, whatever that may mean to the artist. It could be a story of a a seed surviving. It could be a story of, you know, how through the trail of tears. It could be a story of uh, a surgery that you went through. Just (laughs) 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 stories of survival. So the artists get to interpret that how they choose so artist gets to be an artist yes yeah no censorship no censorship (laughs) oh and unlike other organizations where you know they kind of tell you well don't talk bad about us oh yeah you can talk bad about us yeah we welcome (laughs) mocking the more you roast us the more important we feel Don't roast me. You'll hurt my feelings. Go ahead and roast them, everybody. (laughs) Do your worst. Charla. I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) When Charla said, come find me, she really just meant her. (laughs) (laughs) I am the treasurer, in case you didn't catch that. That's been her new thing. <laughs> Telling people that she's a treasurer. Like, <laughs> don't like look down up. F with her. Yeah. Treasurer. She's a treasurer. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard that everybody? Roast them. Uh, find them. <laughs> Come to the show. Yeah, come to the show. <laughs> Buy my art. Push me in my walker. <laughs> <laughs> the native walker will be out that night. Everybody come sign it. <laughs> but I was going to ask you something else. And I forgot it. I'll remember it after this. I know I will. But that threw me off when you're like, roast us. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to ask. I know it's important. <laughs> but everybody, <laughs> check out the show. March 3rd through April 22nd. Opening night is March 3rd. Um, if you got anything else going on, feel free to let me know. Come back on. We'll talk. We'll have a good time. Uh, if you want to go ghost hunting, we could do that too. I don't, yes. I'm always down for that as well. Um, I love a good ghost hunt. Uh, so check out TulsiStudios.com. Yeah. 
And then check out Tulsi Studios on Instagram, Facebook. The website for Four Mothers is coming soon. Um, man, I know I'm forgetting something. That might be it, right? For your socials? Mm-hmm. On Twitter. Check them out on Twitter, Twitter. as well. Do what now? working on our motto but right now oh. it's four mothers collective unapologetically indigenous there we go there's yes. the motto if you can't Whisper say it around. mime it <laughs> she just did she just mimed it <laughs> motto down and so yeah for real everybody go check them out keep up with them um hit up carly or Britt or charla mm-hmm. or ida if you would like to are you still taking people maybe or is it we'll probably do a call for artists for our next show okay if yeah. this this current one it's pretty down to the wire i mean they've got to get their stuff in by the 20th so okay mm-hmm. okay so next one or just in general yeah connect yeah. network mm-hmm. get to know them. yeah collaborate send us, send us some money Send them some money. Yeah. Roast them. Uh, <laughs> but for real, this is a great idea. I love the idea of it. Uh, keep it going. And that's what it, that's what everybody's here for. You know, collaborate. Um, be supportive of everybody and their dreams and just doing whatever we can to help each other out. That's the main thing. Is that's a, That should be the main goal of everything. So. Yes. Yep. So make sure you hit them up. Keep, keep in contact with them. Follow them. Um, Hit up the website when it comes out. I'm sure that'll be on Tulsi Studios, wherever. And um, check out Okie Podcast, wherever you listen to, listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Check out OkiePodcast.com. Instagram is at Okie Podcast. My personal is at Rustmus49. Russell Sun Eagle on Facebook. Okie Podcast is on Facebook as well. Check out Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok at reservation underscore mysteries and check out our youtube please subscribe hit that bell to get notified when we drop new content and we should be having some live shows coming soon so stay tuned we are done with our hiatus as you could tell we got more episodes coming out so uh thank you for coming on thank Um, you for having us yeah yeah this was fun i had a really good time but thank you for coming on welcome back anytime and until next time everybody Peace.